Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C-13 original studio. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. November 4th, 1979. The American hostage crisis in Iran begins. I'm John Meacham, and this is Reflections of History. The bulletin out of Tehran was terse. As the news agency Reuters put it, Muslim students stormed the United States Embassy in Tehran today, seized about 90 Americans, and vowed to stay there until the deposed Shah was sent back from New York to face trial in Iran. There were no reports of casualties in the takeover of the embassy building, although witnesses said some of the several hundred attackers were armed. A student spokesman told reporters at the embassy, that 100 hostages had been taken and that 90% of them were Americans. He said the embassy staff was being treated well. In the holy city of Qom, a spokesman for Ayatollah Khomeini said the occupation of the embassy had the revolutionary leader's personal support. So reported Reuters. And so began a 440-day crisis that, while ending peacefully, seemed a vivid symbol of an America no longer sure of itself in the wake of Vietnam and of Watergate. A revolution led by Khomeini had driven the Shah of Iran out of the country and, as the deposed leader sought treatment for cancer, to the United States. Here's how President Jimmy Carter told the story. Sunday, November 4th, 1979 is a date I will never forget. Early in the morning, I received a call from National Security Advisor Zbigniew Brzezinski, who reported that our embassy in Tehran had been overrun by about 3,000 militants and that 50 or 60 of our American staff had been captured. We were deeply disturbed, but reasonably confident that the Iranians would soon remove the attackers from the embassy compound and release our people. We had a firm pledge from both the Iranian prime minister and the foreign minister to give our staff and property protection. In his presidential memoir, Keeping Faith, Carter reflected, The first week of November 1979 marked the beginning of the most difficult period of my life. The safety and well-being of the American hostages became a constant concern for me, no matter what other duties I was performing as president. I would walk in the White House gardens early in the morning and lie awake at night, trying to think of additional steps I could take to gain their freedom without sacrificing the honor and security of our nation. I listened to every proposal, no matter how preposterous, all the way from delivering the Shah for trial, as the revolutionaries demanded, to dropping an atomic bomb on Tehran. As the ensuing months unfolded, there would be much diplomacy, a failed military rescue operation, And finally, amid the peaceful transfer of power from President Carter to the newly elected President Ronald Reagan, the safe release of the hostages. 
the result of President Carter's negotiations. Now a former president, Carter flew to West Germany to greet the released hostages. He said, My first act was to shake hands and embrace with deep emotion every single liberated American. I pointed out to them that since their capture by the Iranian terrorists and their being held in this despicable act of savagery, the American people's thoughts have gone out to them, that our nation has been united as perhaps never before in history. They were, Carter said, true heroes who had endured abominable circumstances that will never be forgotten. Without a doubt, the happiest moments of my life, more than when I was married, more than when I graduated from Annapolis, more than when I was elected president, was when I learned yesterday that your plane had taken off. Thank you for listening to Reflections of History, a creation of Shining City Audio, a C-13 Originals and John Meacham Studio. Reflections of History is executive produced by me, John Meacham, and Chris Corcoran, Chief Content Officer and Founding Partner of Cadence 13. Production and editing led by Lloyd Lockridge, Margot Gray, and Chris Basil. Production assistance by Andy Jaskowitz and Adam Macias. Cadence 13 is an Odyssey company. Be kind to your mind with guided meditations from the Meditation for Women podcast. Your mental health benefits from sleeping better, releasing anxiety, and gaining clarity, all of which are benefits of meditation. And since this is Mental Health Awareness Month, give yourself the gift of meditations. All you have to do is press play and close your eyes. Listen to Meditation for Women on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.